Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. John Cooper, the associate GM and senior draft analyst for Our Lads Guide to the NFL Draft. It is a fantastic publication. John, welcome back. We appreciate you. As, uh, you start to get your things going, and, and is it kind of the, the start of your juice start flowing a little bit more? Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know, in a, a big week, you know, day next week, where when we find out, the, you know, who, how many juniors are actually going to, or underclassmen are actually going to come out. John uh, looked at the, the top 32. You guys have Jane Daniels as the number one of our player. You have Caleb Williams at seven. Why Jaden jumping up when, you know, most people just kind of have Caden or, or, um, uh, have Caleb Williams like right there at number one, but you guys uh, assessed it a little bit differently. Yeah, we do. And uh, our, our main rationale for that is he grades out so well at every aspect of quarterback play. Uh, he can run. Uh, he processes well. He's got good size. I mean, there really aren't a lot of flaws that we see, uh, you know, in him. And we think he's going to be an excellent uh, pro quarterback. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Drake May, obviously one of the other top targets. Uh, what is it about Drake May and, and his intangibles that uh, stands out to you guys, given how much talk is about him currently? We like him as a leader. Uh, we think he's uh, he, he. We like the way he he plays the game, the way he processes uh, coverages. Uh, he does a lot of things very very well. He's got a couple of mechanical flaws that we picked up on. And uh, we think those things are correctable. We hope they're correctable anyway. But it's going to be, you know, something that in the analysis, people are going to really look at as to how high he's going to go. I mean, I know the media loves him. Uh, you know, a lot of the draft analysts out there are, are very enamored with him. We think he's a potentially a top 10 quarterback. We've got him a little lower right now. You know, we're going to do another top 32 uh, another week or so. And, uh he and Caleb Williams, along with uh, Daniels, are going to be probably, you know, top 10 guys before it's over. John, uh, he might go to a team, and I know you haven't matched up really players and teams yet because there's a lot to go with that, but he might be a part of a team that already has Sam Howell uh, as a North Carolina guy. But what would you say are the differences between May, who's highly thought of, compared to Howell coming out of college with North Carolina? Well, you know, I think Howell was, a, you know, kind of a one-read quarterback. Uh, he did a lot of things well. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we worried a little bit about his ability to make all the throws coming out. You know, he kind of liked to take off and run. It was like one-read and run, you know, as far as that goes. But he's still a quality, you know, 
quarterback, good velocity on his passes. You know, uh, May is a little bit more of a complete player, you know, coming out, we think. Uh, you know, in spite of one thing, you know, getting the ball outside the numbers and the intermediate balls uh, sometimes has been a problem for him. And that's something that, that NFL teams are going to have to address. But I think with uh, Howell was a little bit more, we thought, one-dimensional, you know, in terms of the kind of offense that he, that he would prosper in. John, this is a uh, if you need a wide receiver, this is the year to go shopping for one in the draft, especially in the first round, which there could be like as many as eight or nine taken. Uh, I mean, obviously Marvin Harrison and Roma Dunze and Keon Coleman, guys like that. But is this maybe the deepest wide receiver class in last year's was really deep as no, well? No question about it. I mean, this this uh, class has talent, uh, you know, from top to bottom, and I think you've got some top-end receivers, I mean, there's, I think the first two rounds could have 14, 15, you know, receivers in it. Uh, so it's it's a really good class. You've got size, you know, the, those outside receivers that are big. You've got guys that can run, very good vertical threat, guys that can stretch the field. And you've got, you know, some wires, some guys that can play in the slot too, you know, really good quickness. And uh, there's some guys that, you know, really do a lot of things well. And if you need a receiver, you should be able to get one this year. John, uh, we know kind of what's happened with the running back position in the draft in recent years. You have uh, Blake Corum, as it currently stands, as, as your top guy. Uh, Bijan, we know last year where he went, he was kind of a, a, a unicorn uh, and an outlier. But is the running back position, has the, the feel or the thoughts on that and, and spending a high pick on that changed at all? Or is that continuing to be the trend you feel like outside of a, a special player like a Bijan breaking that mold? Yeah, I think that's still the case. I mean, Blake Corum, we really like as a player uh, more than anybody for a number of reasons. He's strong. You know, he doesn't have that agility in traffic that you look for in the absolute complete back. He's not real big, but uh, he's got some intangibles going for him, and, uh, you know, we like him a lot. He's probably not going to go in the first round. And when, when push comes to shove, there won't, I don't think there will be a first-round running back um, this year. And uh, there's nobody that's totally that special. There's some powerful guys. There's some guys with some speed. But uh, you don't have that blend of everything you want in a running back like uh, you might find in a Bijan. John, you know, back to the quarterback position with uh, Jaden Daniels, 6'4", will get bigger because you're going to be a part of the NFL. Uh, also, um, that the, uh, the size of May what are your thoughts about Caleb Williams' size? He does have the arm. He can run. Uh, is is there any concern about what he does when it comes to looking and reading a defense? Well, not as much as there used to be. You know, with guys getting in the shotgun, guys moving around more, uh, you know, that obviously when going back in the day when you had a five foot ten, five foot eleven, season six foot one quarterback. Uh, you, you were a little worried about that. But uh, in today's NFL, it's not as big of an issue. That said, the size is still important. If you can find a guy that's six foot four and can move around like Daniels can, uh, you know, that's going to be something you're going to factor in. You know, Caleb Williams, uh, you know, has some Patrick Mahomes-like uh, things. Everybody's looking for that. You can throw the ball from different arm slots and things of that nature. You know, the thing that, you know, NFL coaches worry about when they're bringing a quarterback in and they want him to play right away is his ability to process. You don't have to do those kinds of things as much in many college offenses. And Caleb Williams, that's going to be something he's going to have to show. 
that he can do, and that is a concern. John, the, the process for you, you kind of go about this with what you have to do for our lads. Teams have their board or whatever, but there's a lot of games to be played, all-star type games. By the way, I, I want to say this before we get to another question, and we'll get to it in a minute. Chris Lowe of ESPN is reporting that Nick Saban has informed his football team that he is retiring. Wow. <laughs> there was a lot of that, and I never believed it, and there was a lot of people that thought that was going to happen, but just your thoughts as a football man, that decision, and at least the story with Nick Saban. Well, you know, he was he's a great coach, obviously. You know, he's a hard coach, uh, somewhat hard to work for from uh, coaches that I've known that have been on his staff. But, you know, as far as uh, his ability to coach, his ability to command a football team, it's uh, unquestionable. Uh, I admired him from the fact that uh, he coached the corners for many, many years. And, and even recently, you know, he's been hands, a hands-on coach. It's great to see that, you know, in my mind. And uh, so, yeah, I've always admired him for, for, those, for those things. Well, he puts he puts NFL players in the league like nobody else. Uh, well, no certainly. question. Alabama Alabama corners and he coached the corners. They are extremely well drilled, uh, and he had an old school philosophy in what he taught in terms of the fundamentals of corner play. And as an old coach myself, I I, I really admired that. He was terrific that uh, way. One of those Kool Aid McKinstry that's in the draft this year. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and, and Terry and Arnold. And our, those two guys are, are potentially first round picks. And, uh, you know, very well coached. And uh, you can see there's a lot of Alabama corners that are doing very well in the NFL. John, thanks for your time. And I will be in touch. Hopefully we'll have a string of uh, segments with you over the next uh, three or four months leading up to the draft. Love your knowledge and analyst work. Thank you for your time. Hey, you bet. Appreciate it. And I love being on with you. Yeah, you too. John Cooper, our lads, scouting service, our last guide to the NFL draft. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.